You are listening to the Preppy Yogi Podcast, a dose of presence for your achieving mind. I'm your host, Jessica. So happy you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of the Preppy Yogi Podcast. A dose of presence for your achieving mind. What a difference a week makes. It feels like moments ago that I was sharing the follow-through message with you about how do we know we're doing our meditation right. And in a matter of seven days, my goodness, how much can shift in the environment around us. So how are you doing? How's your headspace? I am feeling very, very grateful at this moment because I was beginning to feel um, like, who am I to share anything uh, with the world around me about what's happening and how folks can respond to it. And then the more that I, you know, sort of sat with that uh, imposter syndrome that I think so many of us experience, the more I said, okay, so folks will benefit from experiencing more calm and folks will benefit from more space and the ability to recognize what they can control and what they can't control and feeling more inner strength. And oh my, aren't those all things that meditation and mindfulness do for us? So I I don't know. I guess I just needed to build myself up for a few moments. And thankfully, I had a full week in between recording episodes to be able to get there. And I read a quote just this week that gave me that extra oomph that I had been needing. It was a quote from Mr. Rogers. And it goes as follows. When I was a boy and would see scary things on the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. And I want to help. And I think I can. And you'll be hearing the helping message come through this episode. Uh, So maybe there are some interesting ways that you might be inspired to help as well. So here I am to share with you a few thoughts on how to strengthen yourself to find and experience additional calm in the midst of everything going on around us, everything that we are exposed to in the news, um, this distancing that we're experiencing, and as you know, potentially we are around less people, how it is that we can maximize this time for ourselves to truly get to a space that is stable and strong and still so that we can be what we need and then in turn be able to support all the other roles that we play in our lives. Okay, so let's jump into our theme for today which is accept and be curious. So I've mentioned quite a bit 
on my Preppy Yoki account on Instagram and in a few episodes about the book that I was reading, The Book of Joy. And the book accounted for a week-long interaction, a visit really, with a series of conversations between the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. So these are two very religious, very spiritual um, leaders in their religious communities who come from very different walks of life, but who really paralleled um, these core sentiments of what does it take to experience joy in our lives. And there are eight pillars, and there will actually be a few that I will share with you here today that can be ways that we find calm and strength in the midst of everything we are experiencing. The one that resonated with me the most that I'm, I'm, you know, allowing to be the overarching theme for this message and what I want to just make so, so clear for all of you is the biggest thing that we can do is accept. And these two spiritual leaders made a very significant point to say, accepting is not weakness. Accepting does not mean disregarding any potential solutions or improvements or practices that could make things better. All that acceptance does is say, this is where I am and this is what is happening at this moment. Our brains are naturally wired to respond in the fight or flight mechanism. And that is actually the aspect of our brain that when we meditate more and more, we create a longer pause button. So that as opposed to responding in a scenario, either by fighting or flying, you're able to take a moment and decide how it is you want to respond rather than reacting. So what accepting allows us to do is to remove the inner turmoil that our minds very naturally, but very intuitively sometimes and sometimes all too quickly goes to, to this place of react, to this place of worry, to this place of fight, or even a place of denial. None of those are productive when we are in a space where the very most important thing is for us to remain strong, emotionally, physically, spiritually strong. That's what we have to do right now. So accepting is step one. And the, I think it was Archbishop Desmond Tutu, there were a few different accounts of these very inspiring, incredible individuals and it threw out the book and the one was a reference to a holocaust survivor and she after her traumatic experience went on to explain that one of the tools that she used while experiencing the travesties and the tortures and all of the things that she experienced while being imprisoned was this mindset of acceptance with curiosity. So it wasn't an anticipation. It wasn't a false optimism, right? It was an acceptance 
with this tiny little spark of curiosity. What could happen next? And it was, it was really an openness. And so my theme for you all today is that same accept and be curious. Because curiosity doesn't get us into a place of expectations, right? And we've talked about that before. The idea that at times our beautiful achieving minds set out these expectations for what we want to happen. And then when they don't happen or don't happen quickly enough or don't happen the way that we want them to, then there's a, um, an inner turmoil that we are creating because of these expectations that we set or that we've welcomed into our headspace that others have shared with us in our lives. So if we were to accept and be curious, hmm, I wonder what's next. But I will return to the point of acceptance is not weakness. Acceptance is strength. Acceptance is coming from a power position. We are accepting where we are and what is happening in the moment and what it is that we can do within that moment that is in our control. So the subsequent pieces of today's episode that I will share with you are our practical tacticals. I'm going to give you three very practical things that you can incorporate into your day. You can do these every hour. You can do these once a day. You can do them at the end of the day, whatever it is that works for you. But they are three ways that you can do something to strengthen yourself, to engage your mind, right? So that it's working, but working in a very productive, thoughtful, intentional manner. And we need to engage our brains, right? Because maybe if we're home and there's like a lot of space that we're not accustomed to, and maybe there's a little bit more stillness than what we're accustomed to because maybe we're by ourselves or just with our kids, we're just with our spouse, right? We're not around this community of people who we're so used to being around. So we have to be thoughtful about how we're using this brain because if we allow it to just drift, that is the environment that fear and stress and nervousness and oh my gosh what if all those like freaky what ifs that we don't we don't want to go down that path because that's not helpful for anyone right it is not helpful for us these uh, that is a particular path that I have seen historically my brain go down at nighttime before bed so you will notice there are a few of these that I particularly do in the evening because I find that there are beautiful transition activities to aid me going from my day into my restful sleep activity. Okay, let's jump in, right? We have three G's today. Three practical, tactical G's. They are give, gratitude, and go inward. Okay, we'll start with give. It is very, very natural when we are experiencing an environment such as the one that we are currently immersed in to be afraid and to think of the what if scenarios and to say, oh my goodness, that cough that I just experienced, could that be allergies or is that normal? Do I normally have a cough like that in March? Right, And to let the brain go down a path of concern. I'm not a doctor. 
And I feel like I need a very large asterisk to say, you know, trust your body and follow the rules and the signs of what it is that you should be looking for, right? So I'm not, I'm not going down that path by any means. But what I will share is if you do something for someone else, that is the quickest way to take yourself out of your own head and your own worry and your own absorption of concern. Self-care is not self-absorption, right? That's completely different. But when we get into our heads about what if, what if, what if, what if, and into this scary mindset, we know that that's not helpful. And we know that that's not strengthening. The quickest way to remove yourself from that is to do something for someone else. And it can be as simple as directing a positive sentiment to them in your mind. Like maybe you call it a little prayer. Maybe you call it a little blessing. Maybe you just think, I just want to send this friend of mine love and strength right now. Beautiful. That's lovely. Do that. That's all you have to do. If you choose to like pick up your phone and send someone a little message, I'm thinking about you. How are you? Do you want to have a call later? That's lovely. If you want to write someone a little handwritten note, just something special for them to receive while they're in their home for however long that might be, that would be lovely too. There are so many options. They don't need to cost any money at all. But the idea is that you are thinking of someone else in a loving way. And by directing your attention to someone else, you're taking your mind out of your own absorption of all of the scary what ifs. Give. A book that I read a few years ago on my own personal development and discovery and healing journey that I absolutely adore and I think about a lot was called The 29 Gifts, How a Month of Giving Can Change Your Life by Cami Walker. And she was an individual who was diagnosed with MS and she really struggled at the beginning of her diagnosis. And on her own beautiful journey, she received the guidance to give. And every single day for 29 days, she gave something to someone. Now, again, it wasn't always concrete material things. I remember one time she had bought a bouquet of flowers and like chose to take one of the flowers out and give it to someone like along her path that day, which I thought was beautiful. But it doesn't need to only be that. It could be giving help. It could be giving a kind word, right? It could be giving a little extra patience to one of your children. You decide, you make it your own. But taking yourself out of you by giving to another is the number one quickest way to flip our mindset and to take us out of this space of concern, worry, and fear. Number two, gratitude. What are you grateful for? We're all going to practice right now. Take a moment, as long as you're not driving or pushing a shopping cart somewhere, which I'm guessing you're not, close your eyes. And think of one thing that you are grateful for at this exact moment. Beautiful. You just elevated your energy level. You're clearing your energy. You're creating more positivity in your space. You, whatever it is that you are focusing on, you are creating more of in your life. Why would we not focus on the things that we love and the things that we're grateful for and the things that bring us joy? My husband and I, before we go to bed, practice a joint gratitude we say okay time for gratitude and we go back and forth and we say we both share things that we are grateful for about the day 
and it is a lovely way to shift perspective, right? This is an uncharted time for many of us. We have not experienced something like this before. And so I think the unknown very commonly can create the fear that many people are experiencing. Shift to gratitude. Shift your mindset and shift your perspective by focusing in, and they can be tiny things. I posted on my stories yesterday about the fact that because I'm completely home, literally Gabby and I are kind of hermits right now, but we spend a lot of time outside. And so I have been not even day by day, but almost hour by hour monitoring the progression of spring in my yard. And I've been able to watch buds grow in size. How often do we experience something like that? How often are we able to be that aware and that mindful as we are right now? So that was a you know beautiful mindful experience that I was able to have and that I felt a lot of joy and gratitude around being able to experience in the midst of everything that is happening around us. What are you grateful for? You can access this any moment. You can access it this, this at the end of the day as a beautiful way to begin to transition into, like I said, a quieter headspace. This can also transition very beautifully into a prayer of thanks and gratitude if you practice those. My final step, and that's a great bridge, third G, go inward. Pray, meditate, take some quiet, still breaths. I am leading a daily meditation on Instagram every evening at 9 p.m. The nightly at 9 is what I'm calling it. Join me. It will be about 10 minutes, maybe 11 but it'll be just a little chunk of time for us to come together, to connect, to sync up our beautiful intentional energies to strengthen ourselves. Because we want to elongate that pause button that I talked about earlier. We want to create more capacity for us to pause and to respond, to be aware of the things that are in our control, to accept, and then to decide what it is that we can do very productively and very intentionally to strengthen ourselves and to strengthen the environment around us. Meditation has so, so, so many profound benefits. And if I can help with one thing, it would be to help facilitate more of this practice in the community that I am so blessed to be connected with. So I will be offering that every single evening on Instagram. If you don't aren't into the idea of meditating with others, then of course, practice on your own or do your own, um, you know, prayer, ritual, whatever that might look like. I have begun to pray the rosary more consistently than what I had in the past. And that has been an incredibly strengthening activity. I've really been resonating with the idea of being held. Prayer makes me feel held, like supported in this just very significant way, right? That I am not alone. I'm not here doing all of this by myself, that I am supported by something much greater than myself. 
And my gosh, what, what better time to feel a support like that than in the midst of everything that we are experiencing. If prayer, if meditation is not for you, if it's not something that you are yet to practice or you're like, oh, I just don't know if I can add that in, another lovely way to go inward is to read. I have officially added a recommended reading section to theprepayogi.com. So hop over to my website and take a look at the recommended reading list. I adore reading. I've mentioned a few books through this episode alone, and there are quite a number that have truly empowered and influenced my own journey. So I would love to share those with you, and those will be the ones that I'll I will be spotlighting in that section of my website. But that's a really, really nice way too to help focus your mind, right? And I would actually suggest something either really profound, right? Some something like hearty and self-helpy, where you'll you're going to activate, like exercise your brain muscle basically, and then it'll tire it out. So it doesn't have the capacity to be overthinking and over-worrying. Or maybe you want something just completely novel and absorbing from an entertainment standpoint. I've reread Twilight a few times. Like I'm a, I'm a big fan of Stephanie Myers. <laughs> so maybe you more resonate with something like that. And that could be absolutely lovely. But give your brain something to focus on. Allow it this transition point between your full focused hand wash day and your evening, right? Rest as I continue to read again and again is one of the most important aspects of keeping strong, of boosting and balancing our immunity in addition to keeping the stress and the fear and the worry low. Our three Gs, giving, gratitude, and going inward will aid this as well. I feel so incredibly honored that you have invited me in to be a part of this journey with you, to be a part of this unprecedented time. And I just so very hope that I can act as the helper that you require. I will be back every week with additional podcast episodes. If you don't follow me yet on the Preppy Yogi on Instagram, hop over there. I add into my stories daily ideas for ways to find calm, different perspectives, different books that I'm reading, and immune-boosting ideas as well. And if you haven't yet checked me out on patreon.com slash Yogi, I have two really new and exciting offers on there as well. I thank you for being with me. I hope so very much that you find a dose of presence for your beautiful achieving mind today and this week. Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Preppy Yogi Podcast, a dose of presence for your achieving mind. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already so you don't miss any of our future episodes. And a very special thank you and shout out to all of my patrons through Patreon who have decided to support me and to receive additional exclusive goodness and presence practices and community 
through this really, really awesome site that facilitates creators like me to do more of what we love and to involve our supporters in the process. Thank you all so, so much, and I look forward to connecting with you again very soon.